Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Delia Gervia. 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 I'm going to get it right. One of these days, Delia, you're going to come on my show, and I'm going to say your name correctly. But she joined us before the end of the year because she deals with Alzheimer's patients, and she because she's the executive director of the Alzheimer's Association, the Illinois chapter, and we were talking about how to protect those people, especially during the holidays or in cold weather. So we thought we'd reach back out because the FDA has now approved a drug that might help this situation. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, we're really excited because the drug is called Lecanemab, and it is going to help reduce cognitive decline in patients that have mild cognitive impairment or the early stages of the disease. And it's um, a class of drug that is designed to remove um, the amyloids that are on the brain, which causes memory loss and cognitive decline. So we're really excited that something like this offers hope to families that are dealing with uh, Alzheimer's disease um, diagnosis and journey. And, and so will it slow the progression then? Is that what you're saying? It's slow. It's going to slow down um, the, the onset of memory loss and cognitive decline. So it basically gives people more time with their family, more time to spend with um, attending graduation ceremonies or attending weddings and it delays the time when you have to have the conversations about for instance taking away the keys to the car Um, so all of those things that are going to happen when it comes to Alzheimer's disease it will happen a lot later in the disease process with this drug. And of course, that means this is just the beginning, which is exciting news for anyone who is a loved one who is suffering from Alzheimer's. Delia Gervier, Ger- Gervier, Gervier, I'm getting it, Delia. Gervier, um, yes, you're, you're, <laughs> you're there. You're almost there. <laughs> so who pays for it? Is it affordable? That's what people will want to know. Well, we're working on making sure that the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services Um, reverse the decision that they made last year to put up really barriers to patients being able to access this drug by only making it reimbursable for patients that were in a clinical trial. So the Alzheimer's Association has really called upon CMS to reverse that decision. It was an unprecedented decision because once a drug is approved by the FDA, the expectation is that it will be reimbursed and it will be affordable and therefore accessible to all patients. And so we are hoping that CMS will reverse that decision and and with that make it accessible and affordable to all. Delia is the executive director of the Alzheimer's Association, the Illinois chapter. So it is wonderful that this could slow the progression or give you more time, you know, to drive your car, like you said, to go to your kid's wedding, that type of thing. At what point do you get checked? Like if you notice someone in your family might be struggling a little bit, is there is there any kind of definitive guideline where you, you could suggest that someone might be tested? 
Absolutely. So, you know, the association has a list of 10 warning signs or signs and symptoms that we speak of. And primarily, it's things like uh, loss of memory or um, activities that are um, slowing down your day-to-day living. So uh, not just forgetting where you left your keys, but perhaps forgetting what that item is called or um, not necessarily forgetting somebody's name, but not remembering that they are your loved one, your parent or your sister or your mother. Um, so if there are things that are disrupting your life, you're you're not able to balance your checkbook anymore. You, you're, you're purchasing large items multiple times. Um, yes, those types of activities are things that should cause for concern and should lead you to at least get checked, go to your primary care physician. The fact that we are now seeing new treatments coming and new studies coming down, positive things happening, should help people not be as fearful of getting a diagnosis and avoiding the stigma around Alzheimer's or dementia because we are now seeing tremendous progress around research, new treatments, and hopefully very soon ultimately a cure. Well, and it should encourage people to identify it earlier so that you can get the help that you need and hopefully slow the progression of that disease. Now, this new drug that's available and the research that went into it, is that something that the Alzheimer's Association helped fund? Absolutely. The the association has advocated to increase funding from what was about $400,000 for Alzheimer's research seven years ago to now $3.5 billion with a B. And now we know that there's a direct correlation between funding research and what we're seeing today. And we know that this is just the beginning. We're going to start seeing the snowball effects of more and more treatments coming down. And as you know, the more treatments we get, the better they are. So this is just the beginning of good news for patients and families who are dealing with this. Um, And certainly the idea that the sooner you identify the signs and symptoms and get diagnosed, the better, because the medication that we're talking about, the treatment is designed right now for those with mild cognitive impairment and early onset. So the more reason to seek diagnosis sooner rather than later. And I would imagine you have all the information posted on your website so people could go find out more. Absolutely, and that's alz.org, alz.org, and our 1-800 number for helpline is 1-800-272-3900, I'm sorry. Delia Gervier, the Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Association. I got it right at the end. (laughs) Thanks for jumping on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She's so lovely. People are texting in saying, I'm with a bookstore owner. Bookstores don't rep books. They sell books. The buyer should have gotten books from their local library. And another said, how are books even returnable? It's this local story that's gone viral about an independent Chicago bookstore and the fact that somebody brought back $800 worth of books after using them for Christmas. Using them is the key word. The news is next with Steve Bertrand on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.